My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Let us punish the guilty. Let us reward the innocent. My friend, can your heart stand the shocking facts about... Bloody Valentine. I'm Rich, and I'm here with Carolyn. Hi. And we watched Black Swan. This is the third in our listener chosen movies. Mm-hmm. Chosen by half drunk girl Cindy. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure this was a horror movie when it was chosen for us. I've heard people say it's not a horror movie. It's not listed as horror on Google. What do you think now? Uh, it's definitely horror, right? I think it is. It, yeah, like, what else? Like, it's drama, obviously, and it's like a psychological thriller. But Which it's also, is a type of horror. But it's also horror. Yeah. So I don't understand why people would even argue it's not. Oh. Not all horror movies are slashers filled with blood and guts. Right. This movie does have a little bit of blood and guts, though. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Kind of. We don't actually know if anyone dies in this movie. Correct. Because it doesn't fade to black, really. It fades to light. We're not sure what happens to her at the end. Right. I don't think you're supposed to be sure. No, like anything in this movie, you're not supposed to totally know what happens. Right. Somewhat confusing movie. Yes. So It's very deep. And I'm, open for interpretation. Yes, many different interpretations. I'm glad we did not record this one right after we watched the movie, like we normally do. <laughs> Me too. Because <laughs> I needed to sit with it for a little bit, stew in the juices of this movie. Get a life, Rich. <laughs> the juices. The juices of this movie, yeah. Yeah, I needed to sit for a bit too. You needed to take a shower. <laughs> I did need a shower. Cold shower. A cold shower. <laughs> I needed a cold shower. About two-thirds of the way through the movie. Yeah. So I'm not sure there was enough time to sit with this, though, on the podcast. So let's get on with the cast. Our lead is Natalie Portman. Star Wars, bunch of Marvel movies, and of course, one of the best episodes of this podcast ever. Novali Nation. Where the Heart Is. My favorite movie of hers, V for Vendetta. Obviously, because I'm a fucking edgelord. So she was great in the movie. She's great in every movie. Mm-hmm. Natalie Portman's never been bad in anything. No. Even like Where the Heart Is, she was good in that. Get a life. Even though it's like a fucking Lifetime movie. Love that movie. Next up, Mila Kunis. <laughs> she is for sure your type, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's my type too. She's Mila Kunis is every person's type. <laughs> you okay over there? Mm-hmm. Do you need that shower? Right now. Okay. So she's most well known from that 70s show, of course, but she's been in a ton of movies, mostly comedies like Ted and Friends with Benefits. See either of those? Ted, Talking Bear? No. Okay. Friends with Benefits, rom-com? I wouldn't mind Friends with Benefits with her. (laughs) I 
I'm sure you wouldn't. <laughs> and of course, I'm going to mention Winona Ryder, despite having a kind of small role in the movie. Yeah, you just had to say her name. Yeah, she's just the greatest. Beetlejuice. You hear my heart beating? I know. Edward Scissorhands, Stranger Things, Heathers, and a million other movies and TV shows. Mm -hmm. Mr. Deeds, I think. Yeah, definitely. I can picture her beautiful face being disgusted by the foot coming through the ice. Um, I can't believe it's taken us this long to finally watch a movie for the podcast with her in it. Was this her first one? Yeah, I think so. Weird. We've watched a bunch of Christina Ricci movies, though. Mm -hmm. That's probably why it seems like we've watched a Winona Ryder movie, because they're 1A and 1B Mm -hmm. of my celebrity crushes. Yes. I think, like, I'm more attracted to Christina Ricci, but I like Winona Ryder because she stole that shit that one time. She stole a bunch of clothes and got caught. That's cool. (laughs) Stealing clothes is cool? Yeah, I like it. All right. The entire cast was great in this movie, though. Vincent Castle as Mr. Leroy. Barbara Hershey as Mrs. Sayers and all the dancers doing double duty as actors. Just great stuff. Everybody was good in this movie. Mm -hmm. So it begins with Nina dancing ballet. She's doing that that toe thing where they stand like just on the points of their toes. Yeah. Like in Titanic. Yep. Or in actual ballet. Yeah. Um, That's one of the most impressive things in the world, I think. Yeah, it's crazy. I wish I could do it, but... My bones would break. Like they'd cascade all up my leg from well, I my think toes. There's kind of do. They have like lots of different deformations and fractures. So they that... have like really nasty feet. Yeah. That's a shame. Well, they have to do it their whole lives to like get their feet to the point that they can like do that. Right. So she's like hallucinating. Some dude joins her in her dance and he's like a bird man. She was dreaming. Oh, yeah. She was dreaming. That's right. Yeah, yeah, because she wakes up and she's, like, really happy. Yeah. Even though she was pretty fucking distressed in the dream. hmm Which is a weird reaction to have. I know when I have a bad dream, I don't wake up like, oh, thank God, this is a great day. I think she was happy that she had the lead role in her dream, even if the lead role was torturing her. Correct. Nina seems like a nice girl, though. She seems like a hard worker. She just wants to be featured more in her ballet group. We don't necessarily know that she's quite the perfectionist. Not yet, yeah. Yeah, though. So this movie is shot weird. The camera's like all shaky and shit. Like she's bouncing when she walks and the camera's bouncing while she walks. It's like a Mm -hmm. documentary almost. Mm -hmm. And they also focus on what would normally be mundane stuff in most movies. Like they focus on these people's feet a lot. There's a lot of focus on their feet. It's not shot by that one guy, right? No, it's not Quentin Tarantino. Because <laughs> a lot of times they're wearing shoes, and that mm-hmm. wouldn't be the case with him. I mean, it's a ballet movie, so... Yeah. I just thought it was a lot. Like, it was enough that I noticed it. Well, I didn't. So they focused on Nina stretching and cracking her feet. Then they focus on her fixing her shoes. At this point, I'm like, this movie's weird. This is going to be a weird movie. Well, it's a horror movie. They're supposed to be weird like that. Not necessarily weird like that. Just seemed weird. Whatever. Seemed like an artsy movie. I was like, is this going to be boring? It was not boring. It was not boring. But at this point, I'm like, is this going to be dumb and boring? Okay. 
we're at practice now. And now the head honcho is explaining uh, the Black Swan story, which sounds like, to me, an educated gentleman, an extremely dark version of the prince that turns into a frog. Except they add, like, suicide and stuff to this one. It's okay. the prince that turns into a frog when you kiss him. But she kisses someone else, and the fucking frog kills itself instead. Okay. And Nina is fixated on Lily. It started on a train and is carried on everywhere else they've been. Mm-hmm. And again, you think this is just normal. She sees a new girl going to the ballet, possible competition, but she's obsessed with her. Think she's in love with her. That's what you got out of that, out of her looking at her like that? What did you get out of it? I don't know. I was just wondering what you got. I I was not thinking an obsession yet at all, just that she was noticeable which she fucking is yeah she is very noticeable i was assuming obsession because she stared at her on the subway and then she stared at her at practice she didn't like fuck right well staring at her at practice is because she did so well right and then we're introduced to beth beth is throwing a tantrum more importantly than that beth is winona rider (laughs) <laughs> she looks older in this movie than she does now I'm assuming they did that on purpose yeah I'm assuming they did it on purpose but I mean she plays a mom in Stranger Things and she looks way younger in Stranger Things than she looks in this R-rated movie from 2010 it's true and still hot even when they make her look older they could make her look like the grandmother from Happy Gilmore and be like god damn Winona <laughs> alright I'd be Sticking my kiss tongue down her throat, just like fucking Shooter McGavin did that grandma. And I think Cindy took both of our preferences into account with this movie. How? Well, Winona Ryder's in it for me, and there's a lesbian sex scene for you. Well, when she picked it, she didn't know me. Right. So that's true. But I think it. But she had the chance to change it after getting to know me and chose not to no it fortified so (laughs) she was more convinced that she should pick this yeah and she has absolutely tortured me with this movie since so good you deserve it i i have no words never mind i think you have words they're not there okay So, of course, Lily interrupts Nina's tryout. Um, She was good for the white swan, but bad for the black swan because Nina is seemingly good and pure. Up until this point, that's all you you think about her. She's just a nice, pure girl. Mm -hmm. Well, I was already getting OCD vibes. She wanted to be perfect. So there's a lot of mental illness in this movie. Um, Shall I list them or we just not there Do you have them all written down? The things that I saw, yeah. Okay. OCD, self-harm, eating disorder, intrusive thoughts. Schizophrenia. I don't think that's what it was. I think that is commonly how schizophrenia is portrayed in movies because there's no other way to really portray it. Like, you think Lily's completely made up? No. Because that's how I would see schizophrenia, people that completely aren't there. No, I don't think she sees her as completely made up, but she... There was a lot of ones in there that I don't think they were really her. 
We'll get into that later. There's a lot of times in the movie where Lily wasn't there. I don't think she really had sex with Lily. I think she right. fucking fingered herself in bed. Yeah. I think she takes Lily and makes her like an an enemy and a lover. I think, I don't want to say an imaginary friend. I think she's real and Nina imagines her too. But I think that's kind of how schizophrenia is treated in films because there's really no other way to show it. Like yeah. even like Drop Dead Fred. The girl is obviously schizophrenic in that movie. Mm-hmm. But Fred is also real in that movie, kind of. Eventually, I think. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Because other people see Fred. When Fred leaves her, he goes to that other girl, and she sees Fred playing with him, and that girl acknowledges oh my God. Fred. Can we just focus on this movie? Okay. No more drop. But I one. have other thoughts on this, but I was waiting until we get farther into the movie. Okay, we can. Okay. So poor Nina thinks she blew it. She's crying in her mother's arms. She's clearly right. She did blow it. At least, at least we were led to believe she was. So she's taken it out by practicing extremely hard in the mirror. So hard, she busts her fucking toe, and it's disgusting. Yeah, but those kind of injuries happen all the time. For... I know, and they showed it in all its fucking glory. It was so gross. Um, <laughs> Boy, was I wrong, because this is exactly what my notes say. Thankfully, she has a supportive and caring mother. <laughs> Everything no. will be better in the morning, something I truly believe. <laughs> Boy. You were wrong. <laughs> Did that fucking throw me for a loop eventually? Usually, people who have that many like mental illnesses, it it's not just like it doesn't just happen out of nowhere. There's usually a like a line, like it's genetic. It's and not just genetic. It's also environmental, nature and nurture. Yeah, it's both. I can buy that. So. Nina steals Beth's lipstick and demands a meeting with Thomas. She she puts the lipstick on mm-hmm. because she's a kleptomaniac. Mm-hmm. She is a thief. His name's not Thomas. It's spelled Thomas. It's like Thomas. Some Thomas. Some French bullshit. You don't say the last letter, the last consonant in. French, unless it ends in an E okay. or a vowel, so it's Thomas. Well, they, whatever his last name is, that is what I have written, Mr. and his last name for the rest of my notes, because I don't want to try to say that word. Okay. So he doesn't think she can play the white and black swan because she doesn't show emotion. Mm-hmm. Well, she bites this motherfucker on the lip when he forces himself on her. And he liked it. He did like it. He is a kinky fuck. Um, he's abusing his position of power with yes. all of the actresses like Harvey fucking Weinstein. Yes, he is. Apparently, he either lied to her or biting him showed the emotion he wanted to see because she got the role. Mm-hmm. And she actually congratulated someone else on getting the role because he told her that other person got it. That person, upset. Yeah. Justifiably. So now she has enemies because she's calling her mom in the bathroom and someone has written a whore on the mirror and lipstick. Yeah, they all know that you have to do sex things with this guy to be able to get the roles. Right. But I, I just always assumed it was Beth that wrote it. Was she still there then? Yeah. The, yeah, she was still there. I assumed it was her because Nina stole her lipstick first off. And second, 
because Beth knows more than anyone that you got to fuck that guy. Because mm-hmm. he's her little princess. Yeah. Nina is bruised and bleeding for no reason. She also barricaded the bathroom door like her mom would just bust in. Which, again, I'm still oblivious to the fact that this mom's a monster. I wasn't. I was like, why is she, why is she barricading the door from her mom who only cares about her and wants the best for her? Wow. Yeah. Completely fucking oblivious. But then I said, this is when the gears in my brain started turning, which maybe, because her mom gets super passive aggressive over her not wanting to eat a piece of cake. Mm-hmm. Very passive aggressive. And then Nina instantly went to like survival mode and like backtracking to like get her to calm down so she doesn't have like a freak out. Yeah, this is an abusive relationship. Yeah. Then we get more feet. So they focus on feet a lot. I keep saying they focus on the feet a lot because there's a lot of feet in this fucking movie. But what I what I did like, they focus on the human body a lot, just in general. Mm-hmm. People's shoulder blades. Like, they focused on people's shoulder blades and it was, like, really beautiful. I don't know. I really liked it. I didn't notice. I mean, I guess there was a lot of close-ups of body shots and stuff of them dancing and everything, but it's supposed it's supposed to be like that. Like, it's supposed, it's supposed to be intense. I thought they focused on how beautiful and fragile the female body is. Because none of the dudes got hurt. They were all fine all the time. Mm-hmm. The only guy that struggled was the guy that was holding her up, the guy that dropped her. Yeah. But I think that was her fault. At least it seemed like it. So she will now be dressing with Beth. Seems real fucking weird. That's what I thought. But apparently not, because it's time to announce Beth's retirement. Mm-hmm. She is not thrilled about this. No, she started walking out before he even finished. Yeah, and they introduced Nina as the new lead. I felt like I saw only the part of Winona Ryder being upset about this before. That is the only thing I recognize from this movie. So it, maybe it was in like a clip of something or some other movie. She did the exact same thing, but I had like deja vu. I yeah, definitely didn't see this. Fucking I had movie definitely before. never seen this movie. Nina is bleeding again. This time from her finger. She pulls like half the skin off her finger. And is seemingly healed. That was the intrusive thoughts. Yeah. Um, I said, is this girl losing her mind? That's what I said. It feels that way when you have them. So I don't think she is losing her mind. I think she has severe mental illness all throughout this fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, Lily comes into the bathroom with her, takes off her underwear, and obviously tries to seduce her. Everyone is trying to fuck Nina, which is typical showbiz bullshit. Now... You remember this part, right? She takes off her underwear and sits on the sink? Yeah. Do you think it happened in the movie? Like, do you think that actually happened, or do you think she imagined it? I don't... This is the thing I was going to say. I don't... I feel like in all the scenes where she is super, like, aggressive or um, assertive and sexual, like, all of those scenes, I think, are not real. Those are what's in her head. And when she's, like, confused and congratulating her and concerned and passive, that those are the real Nina. Right. So yeah. this scene, no, I don't I don't think that really happened. So I think she kind of pops her head in and congratulates her or whatever. Like, hey, you're going to do great. 
Right. I like she knocked I think on the door. That happened, and that's where it ends. Right. And like then she, the rest of it is her. She knocked on the door. She said, "You give me a minute or whatever," and then, like that was it. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're kind of on the same page with that. Beth is drunk. She's not congratulatory at all. She is accusing Nina of sucking cock for the role, which did not happen as far as we know. So not everyone is trying to fuck Nina because Beth hates her and calls her a whore. Mm-hmm. And that's not, that's generally not how you get to fuck somebody. Mr. Leroy. Do you think it's, I think they call him Leroy. It's not like Leroy. Who so is that? The The fucking boss man. I'm pretty sure they just call him Mr. Leroy. Okay. Which is what I'm going to call him. He's an absolute creep. He asks about her sex life and gives her a homework assignment. That homework assignment is masturbation. Yeah. Which I probably wouldn't have failed eighth grade if they would have assigned homework like that. (laughs) This movie made me want to do homework. (laughs) So her mom is accusing her of scratching herself because she found the bruise. So she's chopping her nails off with scissors. It wasn't a bruise. There's... Well, there was a bruise and scratches and shit on her shoulder blade. Yeah? It was all scratches. It was all scratches? Okay, it looks like a bruise. I mean, if you scratch yourself long enough, like it it looks like that. Okay. So she doesn't think she's doing that, but she's obviously doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and her mom is rapidly, rapidly showing me that she is insane too. Yeah. And it's a good thing she got her fingernails cut because the next morning, Nina wakes up and does... A lot of homework. Back up. Who cuts their nails with scissors? Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. I would have the longest fingernails ever if I didn't it, have that. That was weird. Yeah, it's real weird. Okay, but yeah, she. It's a good thing she cut her nails because use short nails for that. But it's abruptly. It's really intense. It's a really intense masturbation. Yeah. Like she is. She is topping herself. Yeah, she's having a good time. <laughs> she's fucking totally into it. Um, it's abruptly ended when Nina notices her mom slept in her fucking room like a goddamn lunatic. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it's gone. She's gone. She's out of her mind. Okay. I'm fully aware of what's happening here now. There's, so it finally hit you. There's no more benefit of the doubt. Okay. The only thing that would have made it weirder is if the mom had her eyes open. And was just yeah, it would have been really bad. <laughs> instead of sleeping in the chair. Yeah. Practice is interrupted when we find out Beth walked in the traffic. She's not dead, but she's in the hospital. Nina thinks it's a good idea to visit her. Her leg is absolutely destroyed, and her career is surely over. Mm-hmm. I think it was a bad idea to visit her. But you could probably steal some stuff while you're there, if you want. So we started talking during the movie, and we think Nina has OCD. This yeah. we started talking about it. Yeah, pretty sure. Her need to be perfect, how she arranges her makeup. She's, and the eating disorder was already obvious too. Like she, she threw up a few times. She wouldn't eat the cake. Yeah. Um, they make mention of her losing weight. Yeah. Well, that's not till later. Yeah. But at this point, she's already vomited yeah. like yeah, a know. few times. So we've pretty much diagnosed her at this point with a litany. Yeah. Of mental illnesses. I didn't get schizophrenia until later, like almost the end. But things aren't good for her. She's in a very bad spot. And this is a lot of pressure to be under for oh, someone yeah. suffering this much. Mm-hmm. Mr. Leroy is still not impressed with her black swan work. He said no one would fuck her. This is provably false as I would have fucked her. <laughs> so 
He, he's I wrong. I think he meant that she's not seducing anyone with the way she's dancing. It's too rigid and strict and trying to be perfect. Yes. Well, low bar because she seduced me. And he gives her private lessons, of course. This fucking pervert. It's not hard to seduce you. Carolyn. Sorry. Making out. He seduces her. He's like, has her vagina in his hand and he just walks away. Yeah. Which is, which is a bastard move. Well, he was proving a point. He seduced her. She didn't seduce him. Yeah. Uh, and like, I'm calling him a creep and everything. I'm not even, I don't even know if he's trying to fuck her or if he's just trying to get her to do the role good. It's true. I mean, he had, he had the opportunity right there. She was into it. She was ready. Yeah. And he fucking turned her down. So yeah. I'm not 100% sure he's trying to fuck her. But this he did entire fuck movie is just full of like blue balls. And Lily comes in to either help her or patronize her. Who the fuck knows? It seemed like she was just being nice. And it seemed like when she went to Mr. Leroy, she was probably just like, hey, she's struggling. See, a bit. this was one of those scenes that I don't think that was the real her. I think she may have passed by or like peeped her head in, like, are you okay or whatever. But I don't think she actually came and sat down with her and offered her a cigarette. Like, I don't think that shit actually happened. I think that was the, the fake Lily. I would say that, but Mr. Leroy says. He said that she saw her crying. And she was worried about her. Yeah, and that he, he was pushing her too hard. When, so you think they didn't co- talk? He just no, she just I, saw her. I think I think she that. saw her, and I think she went to him and said, "Are you pushing her too hard? She was really upset yesterday. Like, what's going on? Yeah, like I'm worried about her." But not that they talked. That she said anything to her. Because when she confronted her later, she was like, "What are you talking about? Like, I was just right. I saw you crying, and I told him." Yeah. So, like, they they make it seem like Lily is the bad guy in this movie. Yeah, they make it seem like she's really two-faced. And she's just a normal fucking person. Yeah, I don't I don't think that they were both her. All right, so we get more homework. This time underwater. Blood starts dripping. There's hallucinations. Oh, and she was in the tub? Yeah. It's almost like every time Mr. Leroy touches her, something like this happens. Either, like, the skin... Like the skin peeling off, the scratches on her back. Every time he touches her in any sort of romantic way, shit like this happens. Well, yeah, he's taken advantage of her. It's not consensual. No, but I wonder... And she's probably self-harming because of it. That's not abnormal. I wonder if she's been abused before. Well, she's been abused by her mom the whole time. Are you talking like sexual? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, abuse is abuse. It doesn't this doesn't necessarily mean it's sexual. I mean, she's obviously self-harmed her entire life because her mom knew that's what she was doing. Right. But, but I mean, probably when she feels icky or gross or like she's done something bad is when she starts to scratch her back. Right. And she doesn't even realize that she's doing it. I don't remember if it happened with that random old pervert on the subway. Like if anything came of that. Yeah, I don't know, and I don't know if that was real either. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Then we find out um, Mother gave up her career to have Nina, and the mom resents her. Yeah. Even though she was quite a bit advanced in age for a ballerina when she got pregnant. Yeah. Because she was kind of like, well, you were too fucking old anyways, and that really pissed her off. Thankfully, Lily shows up, and Mommy doesn't like it. 
But did she show up? I don't know. I because she acted really weird. Like that she. I mean, she the mom did go answer the door, so maybe Lily did show up, and she was just like, "I wanted to say I was sorry." Right. And then she left. Yeah. Lily offers her apology, dinner, and drinks. Uh, she didn't learn her lesson the last time she commiserated with Lily, which might not have happened. This fucking movie, and you've never seen it, you said, gives off so many Fight Club vibes with this shit. Yeah, I've never seen Fight Club. <clears throat> Once you know what Fight Club's all about, it's a fucking completely different movie. I almost... Man, now I don't know. She might have got on that elevator and left. But where did Lily get ecstasy then? To go to the bar and shit. Well, she was out. I mean, everybody can get ecstasy at that bar, it looked like. Like, they were all fucked up. I wish we could watch it right now, because I wonder if... Or did she not even take ecstasy? Did she just start drinking and partying and... Making out with guys. Yeah, and like, giving in to all that and came home drunk. I think Nina was at the bar with her because they were talking to two different guys at the same time. They were having a four-person conversation, mm-hmm. which would be very weird if one of them was invisible. I think that might be where it ended, though, because when they get back to... Um, See, you're still looking at it like it's schizophrenia and she's like talking to Nina or whatever, and I'm looking at it like it was not... Like, it's like a false memory, like like a like an intrusive thought like it like it didn't happen at all right like she did go to the bar but nina wasn't there she was just making out with whoever was there and talking to whoever was there and drinking whoever gave her whatever some of them may got spiked it may not have but not that she was talking to nina just that she was just talking to whomever was there right not i don't know that's just how i see it i thought the way i saw it was they did go to the bar and they did party a little bit. And then they went home separately. Because when they went in the house, at first really didn't even see Lily. Yeah, the mom did not address her at, at all. all. Not at all. And she didn't say anything. No. She wasn't acting weird or anything. So I Definitely don't think they went to the house, the apartment. Yeah, together. and the mom is definitely the kind that would not allow someone else in her no, house. It would not happen. Yeah, so I don't. She definitely wasn't there. But holy fuck! Right, but this did loosen her up. This is what she needed to loosen up. Um, Lily was trying to do homework on Nina in the cab, supposedly, which very well might have just been Nina masturbating in a taxi. Yeah, that might have been where they split up. I was floored because, like I said, at this point, I think this is all just face value. Mm-hmm. I was floored when she took her home with her. Mm-hmm. Couldn't believe it. They lock them both in the bedroom, and it's time to really cut loose because <laughs> we get quite the sex scene. Oh, and I wrote in here, you weren't even sure if Lily was real at this point. At this point in time, you thought Lily didn't exist at all, maybe. Mm-hmm. But she definitely existed to some level. Mm-hmm. But boy, did they have sex. Mm-hmm. Boy, were you into that scene. Mm-hmm. Was that your favorite scene from any movie we've watched on the podcast? Yeah. Are you okay over there? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm good. Should we move on or should we stew in the juices? Well, it's not stew. I'm already suffering. 
And of course, when Nina shows up the next day, Lily is playing the swan role because Nina slept in because of her mom. Yeah. Could be part of Lily's plan. Probably not. She's probably just the backup. Right. But as the backup, she's going to want Nina to fuck up so that she can be the lead. I mean, everybody wants to be the lead, obviously. Sure. So I, that doesn't make her a bad person. Yeah, but Lily does deny having sex with her. And she even says, oh, my God, did you have a wet dream about me? Or yeah, see, that's another time I think it's like fake Lily, though, because the way she turned it around, like, she does kind of like, go making like, fun of her, like, she immediately jumped to a sex scene. Yeah. Like, why would she think that if she said you slept over? Right. Like, she didn't say anything about sex or whatever. And yeah, she just I immediately think, jumped to that. I feel, I feel like that wasn't a real Lily scene. I think she explains her leaving after the bar and she was telling the truth. Totally not the bad guy. So we we think they didn't have sex, right? Right. We're pretty we're pretty fucking solid on that. Yeah. Nina throws up again because probably anorexic. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also done being a child. She threw out all of no, her that's stuff. Bulimic, babe. Bulimic. Yeah. Sorry. Anorexic is when you don't eat, but they go hand in hand. So this like destroys her innocence. All this. Yeah. She's masturbating. She's throwing out her toys. She's being mean to her mommy. Having lesbian sex. Supposedly. Well, in her brain, she did. And then she really fucking starts hallucinating. She starts seeing herself scratching herself in the mirror Mm -hmm. when she's not scratching herself in the mirror. But maybe she is. Yeah. Very confusing stuff. Then but the lights... that was why her mom didn't wake her up for practice, like because she could see that she was spiraling, that she's she's right. really suffering. Well, she probably has firsthand knowledge of that. Yeah, being she's probably been that way her whole life, mentally ill herself too. Mm-hmm. So the lights go out. There's a weird black swan thing wandering around and laughing, and Lily is fucking the director that is turning into a monster. I don't think any of that happened. No, none of it. So Nina goes to visit Beth. Um, She's returning all the shit she stole from her, her earrings, her nail file, everything she stole. And then Beth starts stabbing herself in the fucking face with the nail file. Supposedly. Supposedly. So Nina actually had the nail file and dropped it in a pool of blood in the elevator. Which means she wasn't stabbing herself with it then. Yeah, Beth was, or Nina was stabbing Beth. Right. If it happened at all. If it happened. Which I don't think it did. Because it would have been too obvious, and they would have obviously come to the opera house to arrest her. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think it happened. I don't think it happened. I think that's what she wanted to do. Yeah. I think she probably kind of berated her and like said some nasty things to her, and that's what she wanted to do, but she actually just left. That was her intrusive thought. Yes. Okay. So Beth is haunting Nina. All of her mom's paintings are calling her sweet girl. Mm-hmm. Nina is growing feathers. Her legs are breaking. Yeah. If it wasn't mental illness, this would be a monster movie at this point. Yeah. Yeah. This looked like something out of Supernatural. The role is like destroying her. Her mom locks her in the fucking bedroom. But she can't protect her. Can't protect her kids forever, I guess. No. She can't steals control the fucking them. doorknob. I hate those fucking doorknobs. They're like our doorknobs, I think. The ones where they come out. Yeah. I fucking hate you got to put them on a certain way because if they freaking come off while you're stuck and in, you're inside, then you're yeah, fucked. Yeah, falls off. You're just fucked in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, not cool. Whoever fucking designed those. 
So she is taking to the role, though. She's finally losing herself. Um, her feet are turning in the webs. She is turning into a literal swan at this point. Mm-hmm. And that's when the dude drops her. And again, before that, Lily is rubbing his dick. Like she sees Lily rubbing the guy that picks her up's dick. That might have actually happened. You think? Like the sexing with the thing that was turning into a the black swan thing. Obviously, that one wasn't real. But is it possible that she was fucking around with the secondary character? I mean, it's possible. But I was thinking since he's the one that drops her, she was like creating that situation. Oh, like in that her was head. why he did it. Yeah. Hmm. Like right. I think she was like self sabotaging herself there. And then she goes back to her dressing room and Lily is in there getting dressed up to take her role. Mm -hmm. And Nina fucking stabs her to death. Well, she kind of turns into herself. Yeah. Like she sees, like she begins as Lily, but then she turns into Nina and she, she kills, she stabs herself. Yeah. Which you realize later she did. Yeah. All it took was a murder to get this performance out of her. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know how many shows they do, but you probably find enough people you can get away with murdering to get a whole season but out of But she her. didn't actually murder. No. Like, when she went back in there, the towel was not, didn't have blood on it anymore. Nope. The, she goes back after the uproarious cheers. Uh, she makes out with the director for some reason in front of everybody. Yeah. And there's one more act to go. There's still that pesky dead body to deal with at some point. Weirdly, no one has noticed she's missing. Mm-hmm. Which is like the dead giveaway now that she's been seeing fucking Lily the whole time. Because Lily has parts in the fucking ballet. Right. They would notice. Right. They'd be like, where the fuck is Lily? And it's because she isn't missing. She just knocked on our fucking door to congratulate her. Mm -hmm. Which is like. You said she looked great out there. Yeah. It's like the absolute. But you could tell like her entire demeanor was different there. Like Uh she was sweet. Yeah. It's like Nina created an enemy the whole time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she congratulates her. There is no dead body at all because she stabbed herself in the belly yeah. with some glass. Probably should have left that glass in there. That I think I think that's what did it. That's why there wasn't very much blood at first because right. the glass was still in there. Yeah, and I'm, now that you pulled it out, I'm no expert on medical stuff, but I've always heard with puncture wounds, you leave that shit yeah, in there. Leave it you in get there. Shot with an arrow. Break the arrow and leave yeah. the It doesn't matter out. how small you think it is. You leave it in there and have professionals take it out. Even if it's just as, like as tiny as a friggin' knitting needle. Right. Uh, apparently it's a non-fatal wound or not immediately fatal because she does go do the last act. Yeah. She's not c- quickly bleeding out. And he calls her my little princess. Yeah. As she's fading. She's dying to the overwhelming applause of the crowd, I think think you don't really know if she died she definitely stabbed herself because everybody was reacting like oh fuck she stabbed herself yes so the role possibly killed her yeah i mean it definitely fucked her up big time in the brain yeah so couldn't handle it we both obviously like this movie right yeah it's a fucking masterpiece Mm -hmm. i kind of want to watch it again so i think we should watch it again i want i want to like Really study to see when when Lily is real and when she's not. Yeah. Plus, I wouldn't mind watching that scene again. That's probably on YouTube. There's no nudity. <laughs> it is an 85% critic score and an 84% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is good. 
but I thought for sure it would be higher. I thought that critic score would be up near 100 because this is the type of shit they love. And this movie made nearly $330 million on a budget of $13 million. Oh, wow. Huge success. And it was, it was rewarded with plenty of awards. It was nominated for 188 awards, winning 61, according to Wikipedia. Wow. Natalie Portman won an Academy Award, Golden Globe, and a Saturn Award for Best Actress. She also won a Scream Award for Best Fantasy Actress. The Saturn and Scream Awards in particular are why I think this is a slam dunk for a horror movie. Yeah. Because if the people that give out horror awards right. are giving it to them, right. I think they Obviously. would know better than like some fucking truck driver. Mm-hmm. Mila Kunis also won a Scream and Saturn Award for Best Supporting Actress. So they won four, four of those awards cumulatively mm-hmm. for horror so it's obviously a fucking horror movie do you have anything more to say about it i really have not much more to say about this movie not really it's one of the best movies made in the new millennium since like 2000 for sure yeah i wish that these movies could be a part of the ones that i have to rate because this would be up there <laughs> yeah it probably doesn't hurt that cindy recommended it either i know bonus points but yeah, it probably deserves a rewatch, I think. I would not be against rewatching it, but we have to watch the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre first. Ugh. And we got to see if our peacock is giving us English. Yeah. We tried to watch fucking Yellowstone last night, and it didn't even give us the option to watch it in English. Spanish only. And I am not reading yeah. a show that was made in English. <laughs> it was it's bad. One, it's one thing. I was thing. like messaging people like, um, is there an episode that they only talk Spanish? Everyone's like, no. And I looked it up on Google. No. Like, what is with our peacock? If, if you watch Yellowstone and you're like, in season three, they introduce this female character. And you can't understand a fucking word she says. And this episode starts off with her talking. So we didn't realize. And I didn't even realize it was in Spanish. <laughs> I just thought I couldn't understand what the fuck she was saying. Yeah. This is why we watch with subtitles on. Mm-hmm. And the subtitles were correct. They were they English. were in English. Yeah, it only gives us the option for English subtitles, like it's a fucking but, anime. But the voices were in Spanish and dubbed over, and it was horrible. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with Peacock. Peacock is the shittiest streaming service. It really in case you were wondering, it's fucking brutal. Anyway... Got my peacock ran out of the way. They ruined the fucking WWE network somehow. Fucking peacock. The cock. The cock. And that'll do it for us this week. Um, join us next week for a mini episode. Uh, little Grandma Jones story. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, you were like bummed out you didn't get to tell one. Tonight. I know. I want to tell them. It's long enough. Do you want to say goodbye, Stormy? She's ready to snuggle. It's bedtime. Say goodbye, Carolyn. Goodbye, Carolyn.